difficult, 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 Hi, I'm Katie. I'm Marie. <laughs> no, no, right. we got you. I'm Katie. And I'm Marie. <laughs> and we're on the internet trying to do a podcast. And what's that podcast's name? Difficult Women. Yeah. That's uh, us. <laughs> we're also in a band called Reformed Horse. Check us out while you have a lot of extra time. It's a good mm-hmm. time to listen to some funny music. I've been re-listening to our stuff. We are incredible. I mean, I don't know if it's taken a pandemic for me to realize this, but we are the greatest female musical comedy duo in the history. (laughs) I'm just saying it. I'm saying it. I think we're great. Being confident and positive these days. Yeah. How how you doing in New York? We're podding in different towns because that's the reality we live in these days. I'm good. I'm in Brooklyn still. Uh, didn't hadn't left my house in four days, so I took a walk today. That was very exciting. Um, I do have like a kind of an interesting story that happened to me yes. last week. Let's hear uh, it. It's not that interesting, but it's the most interesting thing that happened probably. Um, so my teacher from high school, my history teacher from high school who's retired now, he used to teach this film class in high school. And I guess he decided to start teaching it for adults once a month in D.C., where I grew up. Uh, so people have been taking his class. And um, I, because of Zoom, the school decided, why don't we host it on Zoom? And then anybody could take it from, you know, alumni or whoever. And so I thought, OK, yes, I'll take this class. Have fun. Oh, my God. There was about 100 people in the class. And it was a very much a participation, active participation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he would ask a question and nobody would participate. Oh, no. All these old adult people, like nobody was brave enough. So I found myself being like, oh, I'll answer this question. And the topic was uh, women's like women in film. We watched Tootsie and we watched um, 9 to 5. So I thought, like, this is my wheelhouse. I mean, I've never been more prepared for anything. Oh, my God. The minute it was on me, eyes on me, I was thrown right back into high school. I've, I have not been that nervous to do anything. And since I was in high school, my mouth went really dry. I was shaking. And then when I gave my answer, that was kind of convoluted. He did not seem that pleased with it. And oh. the shame and embarrassment was just so familiar. I just wanted to hide under the bed. It was awful. It was oh, awful. No. It was awful. Isn't that but funny? It was incredible. I was like, I have a podcast about feminism and I'm in the film industry. Why can't I feel confident in my response? And then, of course, there was like that guy on the call that was overly confident and his answers were fine but he wasn't smarter than anybody but he thought he was so his answers were really confident and and of course again the topic is women you know women gender roles in film and he he's like some egg he thinks he's some expert anyway I think that's amazing that you would do that that you would sign up for something like that and then to be on a zoom call with a hundred people is my complete nightmare I was on one with my friends last night and I ended it early because I was like this is too too much (laughs) yeah but I think that's amazing 
It was funny. I started texting a friend who had taken that class too with me or taken classes with him. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in a class right now with Mr. King and I'm scared. <laughs> it's so stressful. And she's like, well, good for you for answering a question. You're so brave. I was like, okay. Uh, yes, that's exactly it. I think that's very brave. Yeah. Trying. Gold star. Thanks. That's one approval. <laughs> Just an approval. That's really. Well, you know, I've signed up. I've been, I'm on the third week of the Yale is giving the, this, their most popular class for free, the science of well-being. So I had to take a quiz and I was so triggered because I haven't been in school in so long. And all of a sudden I had to take a quiz and I got an 83 on it. And I was like, oh, oh, like you passed, I passed, but I was like, now, bitch, I got to take this shit again because you could just take it twice or something in a, in a span of a week or something. So I took it again immediately and then I got 100 percent. Oh, but there was no <laughs> there was no one to, you know, give a gold star or something. Well, maybe because you were saying that in that class, so much of it is about, you know, the, the answer to happiness is being with humans. Maybe your <laughs> lack of human contact has made it harder for you to answer those questions now because everything true, is different. True. But it was just like an old school quiz of, you know, study the material, then answer the questions. Yeah. So it was I hadn't done that in so long and it, it really got me nervous. If there had been so. a quiz in this class that I took, I would have probably shat my pants. It would have been <laughs> bad. Well, anyway, wait, wait to go for the both of us for stepping outside of our comfort zones and, yeah. you know, learning. There's nothing. I mean, that's what I'm trying to focus on. And I was telling my mom, like, if I come out of this and I'm not trying to put so much pressure, but like, if I don't know another language by the end of this or <laughs> Chinese, you have I to did. be perfect in Chinese. That's what my mom said. <laughs> I'd get right on it. But I did think and thought it'd be really neat to find an um, unemployed Spanish teacher and hire them. So if anybody is an unemployed Spanish teacher, uh, I don't want to do the apps or anything. I want a human being. So give me a call because mm -hmm. I'm looking, looking to hire a teacher. That's great. Yeah, there's a lot of cool, like I've been also taking a writing class. There's a lot of cool things you can do online right now. Oh my gosh, so many roller skating classes, by the way, on Instagram. Really? So if anybody cares about roller skating, oh my God, I've been I'd learning. Be interested in tap dance. I bet you there's a tap dance class that'd be, somewhere. That'd be good. Um, just, anything you want. This has nothing to do with anything, but I was so excited to tell you. I got the happy, f the baby feet thing. The baby oh. feet mask. So I applied it yesterday and my feet are starting to flake off. And it is so cool. It's so gross, but it's amazing. So if you gross. don't know what we're talking about, there is this, I think it's Korean. They're so good at beauty products uh, You where it's it's called a baby foot. And you put these little plastic socks on that are full of acid. Like literally, it's like a sock full of acid. <laughs> that sounds horrible, but it's true. And um, then you leave them on for an hour and then you take them off. And then in two weeks, your foot falls off, <laughs> it, like totally peels off. <laughs> and then your feet are just like baby feet. They're I'm so really, excited. They get real small. You have to buy baby shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for my new feet, though. <laughs> That's it's something, something to look forward to. Oh I've been God. so sad lately because I'm living with my parents. I'm just, I want to feel like an adult again. But You're going to get some baby feet. I got to get that. the baby feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a side note, real quick, I just wanted to shout out again to Brent Danger Rose, who we spoke about last week. Oh, on yes, exciting. <laughs> You guys, this this made my day. We Katie posted um, our 
you know, little tag about our episode. And, and, and while doing so, tagged the guy that we talked about um, for a little bit, Brent Rose, but his middle name, which we just learned is Danger. So you can follow mm. him on Instagram, Brent Danger Rose. And she tagged him on Instagram and he wrote back. <laughs> and yeah, he, got, he got a little, I thought that I was going to have internet love making. I mean, this man. It, you know, never say never. Well, basically, he said, I'll just, you know, read just a little bit because it did completely make my day. But so Katie tagged him in the post and he wrote back. Uh, I always figured that if I got mentioned on difficult women, it would be for being a difficult man. This is way better. Thank you for liking my sack. <laughs> we love your sack. Brent. We love his so his go bag, his his big old or sack. What also his ball sack and his ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, his sack is so yum yum. Speaking of yummy ball sacks, if Ooh, you tell me are more. in the mood for some. Ball sack action, or if you're thinking a lot about ball sex like we are, you might need to find a way to pleasure yourself during this quarantine. Ooh, and I bet we have a good place for you to go to find some things that'll help you get some pleasure. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. And we're back. Yeah. So So we'll just jump right into our topic. How about that? I think that's awesome. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about are women better leaders than men? Yes. That was that wasn't an answer. I wasn't saying yes, they are. I was just saying like yes, that's what we're talking about. Just to clarify. Sorry, that was very aggressive. Yes. Okay, the podcast it's over. Fine. It's over. <laughs> no, but I do think it's it's fascinating. So we both were sharing um this article. It was funny, I was texting Katie this article that came out in Forbes about what do the countries that are doing the best to combat COVID-19 have in common? Women leaders. And I sent it to Katie and then Katie was like, I was just reading this. I was just about to post this on, on our Facebook. So yeah, it's a great article. If you haven't read it, it's in Forbes, but it really kind of breaks down different countries and, you know, how their female leaders have handled it. I mean, I, I would say that the overarching uh, uh, theme is that a lot of these lead female leaders just shut everything down real quick. That was one thing. And that they just trusted the science and they listened to the experts and they said, OK, they say we need to shelter in place and let's shelter in place. And they didn't hem and haw like what we're seeing in Florida <laughs> right now, where I don't know what is happening in Florida. Oh, my God. I'm so scared for all my family down there. But <laughs> no, it's terrifying. Jesus, it's so um, bad. Um, you know, that article talked about other countries, but also here in the U.S., I didn't know this, but there is a woman that is running who shut down San Francisco even before the governor of California said to shut it down. I actually remember when that happened. I was really surprised because this is before we were talking about New York wasn't shutting down yet. Right. And um, that she shut it down really quick. And it, it was about to blow up with a lot of cases. And now I have a cousin that lives out there and it's much better than it had mm -hmm. been. So, yeah, there's something about... Uh, these female leaders that happen to just be like on top of that and they're quick, they're very decisive. There's been a lot of following of the facts um, in a lot of these females. Uh, 
And we're not seeing that as much in some of our male leaders, like Florida. <laughs> but so this is like the the question, because then you posted something on Facebook right before we went on to record this about asking kind of our fans, like, do you think women are better leaders than men? And there's not like crazy pushback, but the then the debate really becomes, are they better leaders or are they as good leaders, equally good, you know? And I think that probably... Well, there's some scientific truth to the idea that women can be better leaders. There was a Harvard Business Review did um, a big study and they found that um, in some of the top places where you need to be good at in leadership. So like initiative and resilience and practice self-development and drives for results, displays high integrity and honesty. Women actually test way quite a bit higher than men do in those areas. Um, and they just and the list goes on. It's it's even <laughs> more than that. Uh, so there's some argument that women are actually better leaders than men. So much data that supports that women could possibly be better leaders, but we just haven't had the opportunity to prove this. <laughs> well, and what's interesting is that with in the same Harvard Business Review study, uh, they tell us that you know women are doing better with these qualities. But then only 5% of Fortune 500 CEOs are women and only 2% of S&P 500 CEOs are women. So in a lot of these really high powered leadership roles, we, I mean, 5%, 5%, that's like very small. (laughs) That's a very small percentage. Well, I thought what was so interesting in that study, as a man grows older, are they a better leader? You would assume you know, hopefully a person would just grow wiser, but it actually said that men kind of plateau and women rise above the older that they get. And I don't know, I just find that it's interesting that um, as men get older as leaders, they um, don't ask for feedback. They just assume that they know, whereas women still, the older they get, they're constantly trying to take action to improve and open, open to it. Um, for discussion. And so the older the men get, they just like close themselves off and, and think that they know the answer rather than asking their peers. Yeah. And we know what's interesting about that is that communication was one of the things on the list that makes for a good leader. And women are known for being better at communicating than men. And, you know, we're always accused of talking too much and things like that. Uh, and I think communication is a big factor in um, working as a group versus trying to do things on your own, you know, and I think that gen, this is all very general, these are all general concepts, but I think generally women tend to function well in a, um, in a community setting, um, just historically and and generally. And the other thing I wanted to say about your uh, thing about how men plateau at an older age, one other thing they mentioned was that, um, that women tend to have less confidence than men do when they're under 20. But by the time uh, men and women are in their 40s, they have the same amount of confidence. And then this crazy thing happens after 60 where women's confidence keeps going up and men's confidence starts to go down. And I was thinking about what that's about. And I, and, and they even said in the, the article that even at that before, under 25 age range, not only do men just have more confidence, but they're um, they're overly confident. They're, they over 
they're over overly confident in their abilities when maybe they're not so good at something they're actually thinking like i'm the best at this ever whereas women are totally cut themselves off at the knees and never give themselves enough credit um so i wonder if it isn't something to do with you know if you're young and you're confident you think you know it all then life kind of knocks you around a little bit and you realize that you don't know it all so that then you have further to fall in terms of confidence by the time you're 60 and you realize like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Whereas if you've had very little confidence starting out, then you slowly learn how to build your confidence. I just, I thought that was sort of an interesting mm -hmm. trajectory from both sides. Well, I was watching a Ted talk on why are so many incompetent men leaders and it's confidence versus competence and right. that we in our society really idolize these people that are confident that ha like have this like self-awareness and self-admiration for themselves kind of like like kanye and kim kardashian it's like people just love them but what the fuck do they do well Kanye is like one of the best rappers that's ever <laughs> existed but yes but I but I also agree that in some more the Kardashians but like yeah. they're just famous for the sake of being socialites or whatever right but people love them and it's and it's it's the same thing with fucking Donald Trump yeah. and that's why people it's these people are not competent they're just confident and so what we have to do better especially going forward and starting you know to vote in November but we have to be able to you know, be better, like to judge these um, leaders and, and really understand what makes a good leader. And that is not a confident, charismatic narcissist. It's more of like a competent, a person with integrity, someone who with humility. And those qualities are, are generally, and this is again, we're just generalizing a lot, but like if we really focused on what we wanted at a leader and these things that actually have proven in the, all these scientific studies that make a good leader, there would be more women leaders. Yeah. So that was another question that I was sort of asking myself too, is what's going on here, right? So <laughs> if you, so th that was an interesting thing too is if you ask people do you think women are better worse or equal to men leadership wise there was one particular random study i don't know it, maybe it's different depending on where you go and who you ask but there was this one sort of broad study where uh two percent of people said that women were better 21 percent said that women were worse but then, but then you can't ignore that there's this big swath in the middle of like 70 something percent where they believe that they're equal. So mm. like, let's just look at that for one second. So you're, mm -hmm. we're saying that if we were voting, right, for mm -hmm. a candidate and 70% mm -hmm. of the people thought, well, it's, an e it's equal, then they should be getting an equal portion of votes, you know? Um, mm. And I mean, you know, Hillary won the election quite honestly, and if we're going to go into those things. So there seems like some people are, they really do believe that. But then there's a lot, you know, but then also then what's going on with this 2% CEO thing and the, you know, what mm -hmm. what is that about? And I think what struck me is that you can take, if you start, if you come, especially if you come to someone that doesn't really believe that women are better or what doesn't believe women are even as good, if you start breaking down like, okay, well, we did a study and women are better at taking initiative. Women are better at resiliency. Women are better at helping others develop. These are all important, you know, leadership skills, right? A person can go, oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. 
And they, but they're not always able to make that connection then between like they can agree that a woman is good at being resilient or at least equally as good, uh, mm -hmm. good at taking initiative, or at least equally as good. But they can't always add all those things together. And what is it that's staying standing in their way? And there's things like unconscious bias, mm, you know, right. where there's a even if their facts are in your face, there's a general feeling that mm -hmm. women aren't strong enough to lead. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people were saying that they if they were forced into war, if it was like a wartime in their country, in America, whatever, they would want a man to be in charge rather than a woman. Right. Well, you know, what's funny about that is that, the, you know, Obama famously said not too long ago that um, it's time to have a woman leader because women would be better leaders. We wouldn't be in all these wars and that, 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 all that stuff. What's Tr proven to be true, actually, is that um, the they, we, it's found that countries that have women leaders and prime ministers and presidents, they participate in more violent disputes, um, partly because the women are considered weaker. So these women leaders feel like they have to overcompensate and then show that they're going to be strong within like a, a, a wartime scenario, uh, which is unfortunate. And that's also... Um, plays into there was another sort of concept around that which is this sort of bossy boss like a woman boss that's like a nasty boss mm -hmm. and whether or not like have you i don't know if you ever had have you had an experience with a boss it was a woman who was just like god awful and one of the worst like meanest bosses ever mm -hmm. yes yes i have Who's a, she's supposed to, supposedly a leader, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And she's no, no good at it. And she's really nasty and maybe does a bad job. There's two things. One is that, like, that's a stereotype that women, you know, women are bitches or whatever. Women bust are bitches. But there's actually a real thing, it turns out, that happens with that where um, women, uh, again, it's an overcompensation thing. Mm. So like, if you're competing and you feel like there's not enough spaces for other women, you have to, like you know, you're not you're not working with other women to build each other up. You're not um, supporting your teammates. You're trying to show how tough you are because people don't take you seriously. So it becomes this like vicious cycle where like mm. if we don't trust that women know how to lead, then women start overcompensating in bad ways and then they don't lead well. <laughs> so Right. Well, Nancy Pelosi has said famously that if you are running as a woman to just embrace who you are, don't lean in, don't buck it up, don't try to be a man, just be yourself because there's no one else like you. And that actually goes towards men too, that m men who are wanting to lead, they don't have to man up or anything. They can actually adopt those female traits as well. And hopefully that in our psyches, we don't not vote for him because he's not manly enough or, you know, I mean, it's it's all this like our unconscious bias, I think, that's happening. My mom, I was just saying to my mom what topic we were talking about because I'm living with my parents. And so we talk about everything. But she brought up Catherine the Great and what made her so great. And she ran, you know, how many years was she the queen for 300? I don't know. <laughs> but what made her so great and that it kind of what I gathered was that um, she really listened to her advisors and she had lots of advisors. She also had lots of lovers, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but and I mean, but also, I mean, she really she was into the enlightenment and, and, you know, making the rich richer and the poor poor. But she she I don't know. She was really um, 
she had a lot of people helping her lead and she was open to hearing them, which I think is is a female trait. Yeah. In some sense. Yeah. To generalize. Well, it's funny, too, because I think that it's also worth like I, I the the big question I think I was asking myself, too, is like, is it so much that women are better leaders? Like women should all be leading more than men. Or is it more a question of that women are just as capable as men? Just as, yeah. And I think that I lean much more toward the, again, generally, women are just as capable. And what we're seeing, too, is that there's some really bad female leaders out there. (laughs) Sarah (laughs) Palin! The the governor of South Dakota right now is Mm -hmm. screwing the pooch with this COVID response because she's kind of going along with this idea that we don't need to listen to the, um, to the, experts so even this idea that women listen to experts more it's not always true you know and right. we can understand that too um so i think that i think that what we really need to instead of worrying so much about having this argument of like well women are better because then that become people get so resistant to that idea a lot of men freak out when you're like women are better at this they're like ah! you know right so i think what if instead we start saying like women are just as good why aren't you voting for them? Why are they not, you know, making their, why are they not moving up the ladder the same way men are? Why are they not, um, you know, leading the countries in the same way or leading as many countries as men are? And um, one thing in terms of workplace stuff, I was looking at advice, like what we can do and why why we're being held back and why we're holding ourselves back um, is it is come back to confidence a little bit. It, women, mm-hmm. the men don't need it so much, but the women need to have more confidence in their abilities. And historically, uh, women don't push themselves forward as much because they don't think that they have all the skills. We talk about this all the time, but those women that, um, you know, when you want to apply for a job. Mm-hmm. Women that won't apply for a job when they don't meet all the skill sets that they're asking for, but a man certainly will. Yeah. And another thing that she mentioned that I had not really thought about, and I think I definitely fall into this problem, is that when they're um, when you need, you know, money for something, right? Like, let's say you need like a producer for your film or or somebody to, you know, invest in your company. She said that a lot of uh, women give up really fast. So if they get mm-hmm. a no, they just think like, oh, a no's a no. So now I, I, I'm not going to get the money. Whereas men have a tendency to then keep asking over and over and over and over again. And mm. I think women just aren't trained to do that. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. women aren't trained to, to believe that they can ask over and over and keep pushing. And she said, so it's important to keep pushing forward. Don't give up on these ideas, even with one particular company or you know investor or whatever. But also the, to, to when you hit a roadblock, keep finding other ways to get around that roadblock. And that's what a lot of men do. And women tend to just not do as much. So that's on mm. us, you know, and it's on us to teach our women or teach our young women to to stay motivated. And she said one thing we can do as women for other women is that if you are a woman that has pushed through and made it forward to encourage then the women around you to not give up on their yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. There's so many ideas that don't come to fruition because women are like, oh, it's not a good enough idea. And mm-hmm. they give up. Yeah, it is all about confidence. I was trying to think of what women leaders that I've personally worked with that I what have they done that I've really admired in the past. And um, I think a lot of them have been like really good problem solvers and kind of open and and not afraid to fail. I think that that Mm. is a big thing that um, that I've 
kind of observed from women that I've really admired. Um, this other thing that I was reading, though, women tend not to rely on favors as much as men. So therefore, that they have to work very doubly hard <laughs> to earn respect. And then they truly believe that they can influence their own advancements by serving others. Well, I think that also what happens is that women, um, and I think minorities too, feel this way that if you give me a favor, then you're going to say that it's because I'm a woman and I couldn't do it myself. And mm. people will say that stuff or it's because I'm, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm, you know, black and I can't do it myself and I have to work twice as hard. So there is this sort of, it's self-imposed, but I think it also is culturally imposed that, um, you know, there's men that take favors all the time and nobody bats an eye. But if a woman does, then it becomes a sort of a different thing. But right. we have to start building an environment where that's not the case. This other woman had an, another piece of advice that reminds me of that, which is that she said, um, especially in some of these very male dominated businessy type environments, uh, things like going to play golf are a really important part of the business side because that's where people make connections. So some women feel really held back by that because you know, they don't want to play golf. They don't yeah. feel like they're part of that club. They don't feel like they're really included in that club. And so she was sort of reflecting on that and what she, one can do to overcome that. And she said that in this meeting she showed up at, it was all these boys. They had all gone and played golf the day before. And she felt really sort of blocked out of the conversation and they had built this bond and she felt like she wasn't a part of it. And um, she found that if she could try to make a connection though with them, it would help open that up. So in her case, what she said was, she's like, I don't like golf. I don't want to golf. So she asked one of these guys, what do you like about golfing? What is what is your favorite part about golfing? And he said, oh, I really like being outside. I like being out in the outdoors and walking around outside and getting some exercise in that way. And she said, you know, that reminds me of my gardening. I really like gardening because I get to be outside into in nature and, and you know, working on something that focuses me. And he was like, wow, that actually sounds really familiar. And she said, yeah. And she said, now, every time gardening would come up, which it would come up from time to time, he would go, oh, Jill likes gardening. Come over to the conversation. Let's talk to Jill about gardening. And he, she was like, so I was able to find different ways to be part of that community and not have to be something I wasn't, you mm -hmm. know? So she really encourages women instead of saying like, well, it's a boys club and they won't have me in it. She says, where can you find the connections? Mm. Where can you connect with people? Where can you build those bridges so that you mm -hmm. can be part of a community, even if it's not the golfing part, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's your love of scotch. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. We love scotch, don't we, Katie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of golf is just the golf cart, but we know that, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't need uh, that. We can just call it a cart. <laughs> we don't need the golf cart. They'll be like, what's your favorite part of golf? And I'm like, just cart. driving the cart around drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I think that it's important to say that so many people say that women can't lead because they're too emotional, which drives me the fucking batshit crazy. But I read this thing that instead of using saying a woman is emotional, just say like AOC is passionate. She's passionate. She's driven. She is on the road to to finding an, an answer. And she's passionate about it. Uh, I, it just drives me insane when I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but they'll show clips of fe other female leaders and call them emotional or a witch or a bitch or whatever. But it's not emotional. It's it's passionate. And I, I like I'm going to start saying that. Well, they would never call, you know, Bernie Sanders emotional. And he's very passionate. No. You know? And he's very passionate. Right. And it's a double edged yeah. sword. And I think one another thing that I just was sort of ruminating on is, well, how do we how do we 
changed this language and these ideas and these tropes and all that. And um, one of the problems with, again, historically, and I think this is changing. I do actually believe that this is changing more and more in the last like 10 years or so. But a lot of times when women and minorities make it up the ladder, then they edge, they block out other women. They don't reach down and it has been Uh, proven a time and time again when a woman finally makes it to ceo she does not hire more women if anything Mm -hmm. she hires less women and and some of those reasons are because again people feel like there's not enough room for more than one woman or you know you become like a token woman or something or a token you know minority and whatever it is and that there's not enough room for it so you feel like you're in competition with other women but Mm -hmm. also in addition to that it's sort of similar to what you were saying before is that women also feel like if I get to this top space and then I start helping other women people are going to see me as you know having some agenda that you know to help other women and not you know that I'm not taking this job seriously or that there's some sort of form of weakness there some you know you're seen as weak by trying to bring more women into the thing and we got to stop that so that's a woman Mm -hmm. problem that we need to stop Mm -hmm. that if you are a woman in a position of authority don't just blindly hire women who are not qualified for the job, but we we know so many people that are, you know, so many men that are hired into good positions that are less qualified. So if you mm-hmm. see a woman that is more qualified, hire the woman, for God's sake, you know, start, you know, start mentoring other women, young women mm-hmm. that are trying to get into your business. Um, there's just not enough of that. Because then once we have an environment where it's 50-50, then these ideas of women are more emotional, it's just going to go away finally because there's just going to be too many women around being like, what are you talking about? (laughs) You know, but if you only see one woman, you know, then and she gets mad once, then it's easy to be Mm -hmm. like, oh, is it that time of the month or whatever? Right, right. Well, this discussion is dedicated to Elizabeth Warren. I know she hasn't really publicly come out really to talk about sexism and what she was up against during her presidential run, but can't wait to read that article. Yeah, she definitely she struck has. me. Yeah, she struck me as a candidate that was, it, and this shouldn't be a thing, but it was almost that she was too qualified. <laughs> People felt like uncomfortable with how qualified she was for some right. reason. Right. But and if she had yeah. been a white older man, would that have been, would you say, oh, my goodness, this white older man is too qualified for this? I mean, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think it would be the same. I think that the proof in that is that Bernie made it further than she did. Mm. Yeah. And so I think that that's part of it. It's it's really, really great that we're starting to be able to all say slowly but surely that women are as qualified and as capable of being leaders. But then we got to put our money where our mouth is a little bit more. Mm -hmm. One thing that has been really promising, so not to just be shitting on this, you know, all this is that there have been a lot of women that were voted into Congress this past election. You know, the AOC wouldn't even be there if it wasn't part of, you know, this movement that's changing. So there's hope in that. I do think people tend, there's also that weird thing that happens where people tend to feel really comfortable with women in these like middle management positions, but Mm. then they don't always feel comfortable with them at the very, very top. And, you know, the Congress is a little bit like that in a sense where it's like sort of middle management, you know, you're not quite, quite the number one person, but you're, but it is still up there. So Mm -hmm. that'll just be the next step to kind of get through. That's another thing my roommate always says, by the way, she always talks about how she believes that a lot of people don't want to vote for women or don't want to have women as leaders because a lot of their, the middle management type lead leaders, Mm -hmm. those managers are women. And that a lot Mm -hmm. of the men and women that are under them 
don't like them because they don't like having somebody tell them what to do and they don't like having a woman tell them what to do. So if they're unhappy with their manage with their managers who are women in those levels, they are less likely to want to have, you know, pick a woman for a leader, leader, leadership position. Mm. Well, something I'm looking forward to is who Joe Biden's going to announce as his running mate. I'm so curious. I'm I'm personally interested yes. in him picking Stacey Abrams. Yes. Oh, I just think that'd be really cool. I think that there's that would scratch a lot of itches for people. I think she's would be a great leader. So qualified. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but, there's something um, something to look forward to because yeah, he did say it's going to be a woman. So yeah, that could. I hope it's not Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's definitely women he could choose that I would not be that excited about. So, you know, that's true. Let's okay, Joe Biden, if you're listening, come on, Stacey Abrams. I know he's listening. This is his favorite podcast. This is his favorite. <laughs> For sure it is. Well, this is fun. I think that this has been a really great discussion, and so I think that what we've discovered is that are women better leaders than men? No, not. It's we just want to have equal playing field. That's all. Yeah, not necessarily. Right. Although studies say there are, but it's just no. <laughs> yes, your initial yes. I was right. No, no, no. You're right. No, but just that we need to give. We need to get more women. And and I think the other takeaway is that women out there, if you're listening, and I know you are, you can step it up a little too. You know, there's things that we can do. This is not about like men getting on board on its own. It's also about women stepping up and saying and taking it and taking it. Let's take those positions. Yeah. Yeah, I like do that it. a lot. I mean, my I don't know about you, but a lot of my women friends are fucking stepping up right now in their families during this pandemic and really, you know, being the head of the household and showing showing everybody who's boss. So I've been I see we see you all you working mamas out there that are trying to balance everything. I don't know how you're doing it, but we see you and we love you and go women. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, (laughs) write us in. Let us know what you think. What did we miss? I feel like we missed things, but I don't know what they are. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I think that we're doing A-OK. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys, to Difficult Women Podcast. Email us, difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Patreon. Yep, you can follow us there if you'd like. Uh, We have a special podcast that we put out just for our Patreon patrons. That's a mouthful. Uh, and if you also want to help, but you don't want to give us any money, that's fine. Just tell your friends about us and and spread the music around and spread the podcast around like like COVID nineteen. <laughs> Just get it around there. Well, on that note, thanks for tuning in. We love you. Stay safe and wash your hands. Bye. From my trip to Ikea Excited to build But then I see ya You say little lady I'll show you how it's done Now I know this dumb shit's begun Cut to what should have been A ten minute task It's turning to a three hour Pain in my ass I don't need any help with those shelves Cause I've done it billions of times Before I'll buy myself Hey dude I know I got this When it's finally my turn to speak 
them then I'll step out to the john for a leak You don't listen or you talk over me And if I complain then you call me bitchy But that great idea you're getting high fives for I said that same idea five minutes before Hey man Issue, but no need to condescend or patronize Don't tell me my lived experience is untrue Just cause you got a dong between your thighs Here's an FYI for us white folks This don't just happen between women and men We do the same thing to people of color So it's about time we start listening to one another This morning when I turned on the news all the White House was chock full of dudes. Now how are all these guys with dicks? Gonna make up decisions for his chicks. I brought it up to hear my bow to scream. Cause I don't see your degree in gynecology. You think you know it all cause you have a ball sack. But what you don't know is there's pussy grabs back. Hey guy, I'm tired of being shy. Cool, don't do it. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>